गजाननम भूतगणातिशेतम कपित्तचंपूपरसारभक्षित उमासुत शोक विनाशकारण नमा विघ्नेशर पादपंकज आपदापर्ता दातासंपदा लोकाभिराम श्रीराम भूयो भूयो नमाम्यहम आर्ता भीता भयनाशनम दुशता कालदंडम तम रामचंद्रम नमाम्यहम रामाय राम भद्राय रामचंद्राय वेदसे रघुनाथाय नाथाय सीताया पतये नम कूजतमेती मधुर मधुराक्षर आरोग्य कविता शाखा वंदे वाकोकल वाकेमुनिंहस्य कवितावनचारिण शुण्वन्मकनाद कोनयातिपरा गति गोष्पदीगतवारीशमशकीकदराक्षत राण महामलात्न वंदे नीलात्मज अंजनानंदनम वीर जानकीशोकनाशनम कपीशमक्षहंतारम वंदे लंका भयंकर With Hanuman, and quickly we'll go through those steps, those initial things before he's about to jump. And today, actually, we are to start with the leap. We saw that the ape, with his neck sticking out his head held high he was looking like a lordly bull he stood on top of the mahendra mountain at the top of the mountain had rocks of varied colors because of the different mineral ores as he prepared to jump he shook his fur he rocked a little and he let off a great shout sounding like a huge Lion letting out a thunderous roar, like Garuda catching a which has got a huge serpent in its beak and whips it round. He, he whipped his tail. Then he fixed his arms, which looked like iron clubs, firmly on the mountain, and he crouched his waist and contracted his feet. Then drawing up his arms to his shoulders and shrinking his neck, the great hero Hanuman mobilized all his energy, strength, and willpower, casting his eye far. It, he had a good look at the entire way that he was going to take. He saw the vast sky. He took a deep breath, pressing his feet firmly on the ground. He contracted his ears, and then he, the foremost of apes, addressed his fellow apes, and he said, "Yadaragavanir mukta, Shrashvasanavikrama, Gachetat vadgamishyami lankam ravana palita." Yadaragavanir mukta, Shrashvasanavikrama. Like an arrow that has been dispatched by Rama, as fast as the wind, I shall go to Lanka ruled by Ravana. If I do not find Janaka's daughter there, I shall go to Devaloka with the same speed and look for her there. And if I cannot find her there either, 
Then I shall come down and effortlessly tie up the king of Rakshasas, Ravana, and bring him here. Whatever happens, I shall fulfill my object and return with Sita, or I shall pluck Lanka by the roots and bring it, bring it along with Ravana. And with that, he left. Yathar Agamadil Mukta Shara. There are two things that our elders point out about this setting. What is the growth of Hanuman? The size he takes. The size which terrified Bhimasena in Mahabharata. When Bhimasena had chanced upon the monkey and later had, after that beautiful discussion, I don't know his elder brother. Then he had requested him very affectionately, sweetly. I heard that you took. Can you please show me that size? He had said, in this yuga, it is not possible for you to see. He said, no, no, please show me. Then he had started. He said, no, stop. It's too much for him to see. That's swelling. That's one. In our world of work, Swamiji pointed out what size are we? When you're doing work for yourself, your family, you're that size, your size, whatever size you are, that's how big you are. Sometimes smaller than that. But even when you work for a large cost, then you, your size increases. And he leapt into the sky, a forest of trees from the mountain by the sheer power of his leap just got uprooted and sprang into the sky, dragged into the sky along with him. They just behind him, trees in the sky going flying behind him. Valmiki says as he shot through the sky, the trees went along behind him for some distance. Like relatives accompanying a man who has set out they go with them some distance. Or like the troops which follow a king on a shikar or something, they go with him behind. And then after a while, the trees started dropping off into the sea. Quite like after going some distance, these relatives slowly, one by one, they drop off. But the flowers from the trees, being of lighter weight, they were carried much further along the flight path right behind Anuman. Before they fell into the sea, making the sea look like a star-spangled sky, full of flowers. But while he had been flying with the flowers behind him, what a wonderful sight it was, says Almiki. Hanuman is looking like a cloud 
with the flower tray looking like lightning behind me. Hanuman's arms extended full length as he flew through the sky. Then you see the first picture of the first Superman. Arms extended, horizontal, flying through the sky. Hanuman's arms extended to the full length as he flew through the sky. They looked, they looked like five-headed snakes emerging from a mountain. He was looking like a mountain and his two eyes were blazing like fire. Fire learning, burning in the mountain and flashing like lightning as he looked and he was flying. And his red face and his copper nose looked like the sun in the evening sky. His erect, his erect tail, straight up, looked like the flagstaff of Indra. And then after a while he curved his tail around him like that. And then I got up above. And his white teeth were shining, and from one angle it looked that the sun had a halo around. And as he flew, the winds that are flowing through his uh, below him and through his armpits sounded like the thunder of rain clouds. It's like the boom of a of an air, aircraft flying. Thunder of rain of clouds. And the mighty ape looked like a meteor flashing through the sky. Or he looked like a tusker, a huge elephant. Elephants have got these ropes which they tie around the middle body and then if it is trailing behind and is rushing. Like that he looked. And as he flew over the sea, the sea that he flew, the sea below him, the part where he, where he was flying, that part of the sea was convulsing and was tossing up as if it was being shaken up by evil spirits. A valley seemed to form along the water, all along the flight path that he was taking, as the water behind him was rising up high like that by the momentum that he was generating. The water, the water was splitting and rising behind him high into the air, itself looking like huge autumn clouds trailing Hanuman as he flew. And as he as his sea split into valleys, Suddenly, in those valleys, you could see whales, you could see alligators, and you could see turtles. All of them were suddenly exposed to view. Valmiki says, it suddenly they were exposed to view like the body of persons when their clothes are suddenly ripped off. The cloth, the cloth of ocean was getting ripped, and these alligators and turtles are all suddenly being seen. Looking. And the serpents, the sea serpents, they, they looked up and they said, this is Garvodan. The shadow that he cast on the sea was 10 yojanas wide and 30 yojanas long. A yojana is about 8 kilometers. But 10 yojanas wide and 30 yojanas long. He looked like the moon as he went in and out of banks of clouds as he flew. Now he could be seen. 
Now he was invisible when he was through, going through the cloud. While the devas and the gandharvas, etc., showered flowers on him, the sun god restrained his heat. He was mild on the ape as he flew. And Vayu Bhagavan, as expected, was very kind. And as he flew, as he was flying down below the ocean deity, thought. It was Rama's ancestor Sagara who widened the ocean bed. I owe it. I owe it to Rama. I owe it to Rama to help his minister. If I do not do that, I will become a byword for contempt. Having resolved this out of the goodness of his heart, the ocean god told Mainaka Parvata, the Mainaka hill which was underwater, an underwater mountain. He told that mountain Mainaka, you have been placed here by Indra, by Mahendra, so that you could block the route to Pathardesham. So that the asuras cannot come out. Oh, Mainaka, you have the power to grow. I appeal to you, rise. Rise up now. The great ape Hanuman is flying across. He's going on an urgent work of Rama. And I have to help. So do you, O Mainaka, so do you. You, even more than me, have to help. So rise up from the water so that the ape may rest upon you for a while, refresh himself, and then go. Do not delay. Rise. Thus prompted Mainaka at a golden peak. Mainaka at a golden peak and covered with trees and creepers rising out of the surface of the sea. He emerged from the waters looking as if the sun was emerging from behind the clouds. Like that slowly a golden peak was emerging from the waters and so lustrous was this golden peak. Like a hundred suns. Such was its luster. The steel blue sky suddenly started turning yellow. The mountain peak was rising from. A gold was rising out. But seeing a mountain peak suddenly rising out of this, it may be gold, it may be whatever. Hanuman who was flying, he thought this is an obstacle. And in super speed, he rushed towards an obstacle and he chested it. He won with his chest. Immediately, Mainaka, the personification of the mountain, assumed the form of a human being and stood on his own peak and he applauded Hanuman. And spoke to him very affectionately as he was poised in the air and looking. He spoke to him very affectionately and said, You hero have done something which is remarkable, which is near impossible. I urge you, please, take a break, step down, take rest for a while on my mountain slopes. There are plenty of fruits and fruits you can have. 
I have been sent on this mission by the ocean god who was being done a great favor by the ancestors of Rama who had widened the bed of the sea. He would like to honor you who are Rama's minister and working on his cause. The ancient rule is that one should always repay a good turn done to you. And so he wishes to show his gratitude. And you, O Hanuman, should respect his wishes. And then there is a reason between you and us too. There is a bond, O Hanuman. I am Mainaka. You are my guest. A person who knows dharma, even if there is an, an, just an ordinary guest, even if somebody else, not extraordinary, but a guest, he must honor him. What to talk of someone like you? You are the son of Ayu Bhagavan. In honoring you, I shall be honoring your father. And your father has done me a good turn I can never repay. And I shall tell you, O Hanuman.